0: My name is Chris Bell and I'm running for a seat on the Board of Directors of the American Council of the Blind. The reason I'm running is simple, I've been a member of ACB for over 40 years and have done a lot of advocacy work and I want to make sure that the work that I have done and that others have done can continue after older members like myself are gone and therefore I have proposed that ACB create an academy. Train younger members in the subject areas which are so critical for ACB to lead in the future. I ask for your vote. Thank
1: you. Hello to my ACB family. This is David Trott, treasurer. I am asking your support for my re-election. Please put me on the team that's working for a brighter future for ACB. I look forward to meeting you all at the candidates' forum.
2: Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
3: Well, hello, everyone. Good afternoon, and welcome to Apple Presentation. My name is Allison Smitherman, and I'll be your host for, today's, for today, and, uh, but I will turn the program over now to our very capable facilitator. Matt Volbrecht. Take it away, Matt.
4: Hello, everybody, and welcome once again. I am Matt Volbrecht of TTJTech.net, the tech juggernaut. Very glad to be with you here. I'm joined by trainer Rita. Not sure if Cliff is here yet, but I did hear Rita come in. Uh, yes. Boy, we've had a busy day today, haven't we, Rita? <laughs> yes, we have. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just had one presentation and then had to, uh, had to grab a quick connecting flight to the next one. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, no, we are—we're excited to be here with you today. Uh, all kidding aside, and we're—we're uh, going to talk about notes. You know, I've been doing a lot of uh, teaching of notes this this summer because we've got students who are, you know, getting ready to go into college or or you know into high school, and they need to know how to take notes, right, Rita? That was a, a weakness of mine when I was in school. Yeah. I struggled. Um, That's
5: correct. Um, notes yeah. is a phenomenal tool for students to be able to make folders for their classes, or to store notes, to have recorded things attached to those notes. I mean, it's an amazing tool.
4: Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I apologize for the little rustling in the background. It's not going to last. My, my daughter has requested that I... Uh, teach in her room while she plays with her barbies and she's opening a new toy but it's almost open so that's not going to
5: continue for long
4: (laughs) Uh, so uh uh, it's actually lols for those who know about those lol surprise they're they're great what you got after a bit but you know we know just like the title says you can't just think it you got to ink it there was an old saying i think it might have been da vinci i might be crediting the wrong person but i think he said a bunch of drops of ink can really help you think and sometimes uh we over the years, as folks who are blind, have said a bunch of little dots can help you remember lots. but you know however we do it, we understand that this note taking is such a vital skill, whether we are in school or whether we're in a you know we're an adult and we're we're keeping the grocery list or we're we're working on other projects with other people or just want to take some notes because somebody calls you and and you don't want to necessarily add them as a contact, but you need to you know have quick access to their their extension and an order number and these kinds of things. There's all sorts of reasons why we may want to take notes. Now the notes app is extremely powerful in iOS and iPad OS. It started out on Apple devices, just as a simple text note app when all you could do was just type in a, in a blank canvas. And boy, has that changed over the years. Apple Notes now includes a lot of other great features, many of which we're going to demo for you today. And then, of course, we'll take your questions. (laughs) Now, you still can uh, keep simple text notes. That's not a problem. And because Notes is integrated with iCloud, if you take Notes on one device, as long as you're signed in with the the same Apple ID, those Notes are going to sync across all of your devices, right? So your Notes that you take on your iPhone will show up on your iPad, vice versa. Your Mac is even in the mix there, so you can, you can really see all of those notes everywhere automatically on all of, all of your devices. Now, with the Notes app, not only can we take simple text notes, but we can take rich text notes, meaning we can make use of features like bold and italics. We can use headings and other styles, which really do help us to keep things organized, especially if we're sharing with sighted users. They love to be able to see those visual cues. And so we can do that. Um, we We can add photos and videos and audio and web links and even tables to our notes. We can add all kinds of attachments. We can make bulleted lists, numbered lists, and even checklists that you can check off items as you go. Now, I know we demonstrated just a few weeks ago a grocery list app, and and we really do like it. But sometimes you just want to keep a simple list right in notes. And so those checklists are a great way to be able to do that. We can draw and even handwrite in our notes if we have some vision and want to do that. My daughter's saying here, I use checklists for my birthday list that's right she's got a birthday coming up in august and she lets everybody know what she wants let me tell you and she does it through a checklist in notes and this year that that birthday list has quite a few premium items on it doesn't it tell them one of the items you want on your list a macbook that's one of the things she wants on there she doesn't have expensive taste does she But we 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 keep that in the in the notes app and then we make use of collaboration features. So, first of all, we can we can organize our notes into folders. Okay, folders on the same subject or based upon a project or whatever. So Kylie has her own folder in my notes and MacBook because you live in a Chrome district. (laughs) (laughs) now she uh she puts she has her own folder and so all of her notes go in there we can share that folder collaboratively or we can share individual notes collaboratively and when you collaborate with someone on a note they can make changes to it as well they can see all the changes you make and they can edit even together in real time so kylie shares that birthday list with of course my wife and myself and her brother, our son, and she'll also share it with her grandparents. And as people purchase things on the list, we had to say, don't check them off because she'll see the changes right away and it won't be a surprise anymore. But that's also uh, a benefit of collaboration is that you can see the changes that other people make. Now, she put it in a checklist anyway because... Because I wanted to check it off after... My birthday is over because then I can see if next year, if there's still stuff that I didn't get, if I still want it, I can put it on my next birthday list. (laughs) And she she can even attach photos and links. So if there's a specific item she wants, she can put a link right in there. So collaborative notes. And then we can also do individual copies of notes if we don't want to collaborate, but we just want to send the text of a note, the body of a note to someone. We can do that. We can print out our notes. And... We can even lock the really important notes. Let's say we're storing some information that's really sensitive, really secure. We can lock that note so that it requires a password or even a biometric face ID or touch ID. And finally, we can pin our favorite and most important notes to the top of the list within each folder so that we'll always have quick access to them no matter what. Now, you can search within notes. I mentioned handwriting and drawing and sketching for those folks who do have some sight or just like to draw. If you have an Apple Pencil or a Logitech Crayon, you can draw in your notes. You can handwrite in the edit fields and even search within that handwriting. And my daughter, that's another thing she loves to do, and she was using that this morning. So there's a lot of great features in notes. What we're going to do now is we're going to try to demonstrate just a few of them for you and show you uh, how to create these notes. Now, and Matt, just a- Just
5: to back up just just a little bit, um, Notes is a free app that comes on your Apple iOS device, and it can be integrated between all of your devices, between your Mac, your iPad, your iPhone, as long as you store those notes in the cloud. So, Notes is a way to manage documents and notes. (laughs) Uh, So, For example, just uh, just an overview, um, and I'm old here, okay. When I was in college, I would take notes, you know, with a slate and stylus, (laughs) and I would record the notes onto a tape recorder, and then I'd have to go back and re-listen to it. And then sometimes if I got really smart, I would bring some carbon paper and um, a notepad of regular paper, and I would ask the student next to me, put that carbon paper underneath their notes and it would create a duplicate set of notes while they were writing notes from the chalkboard. And then I would have to have a reader read those notes onto a tape and then I would have to memorize where that tape was. And life has changed dramatically for a blind person to be able to utilize this technology independently, your teacher can share notes with you if they agree to. I mean, I used to have the professor go, hey, I'll share my note. You know, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. You know, and that's right from the horse's mouth, quite frankly. <laughs> you know, um, our other students who take notes in notes, they can share their notes with you and you can share your notes with them. So say exactly. you're studying for a really hard test. Well, you could share those notes back and forth electronically, all independently. Um, Print, um, this is my bias here. I think of print as the enemy (laughs) because it's something I can't (laughs) access. Okay. Well, now with Apple, you can access digitally everything and it's speaks without you having to pay for special software it's completely accessible and doable and organizable so there's so many many features in notes and so matt i'm gonna let you i just wanted to do a little overview like for that so no
4: i i agree with you i i'm glad you did and you know i mentioned it at the beginning you know notes when i was in college i had a professor and he was he was being very kind. And, and I actually, you know, did really well in his class. But you know he actually told me that note taking was my Achilles heel. And it really was. I mean, he was right, because there wasn't really a practical way that made sense for somebody who couldn't see to do this. And what I ended up doing, you know, thankfully, praise God, he was, a, a you know, a, a kind and understanding human being, you know, and I said to him, yeah, if I can't turn in this notebook for the grade that you're expecting, can I just, if I write a a document illustrating that I know the material, will you give me credit for it? So he said, well, let's see what you got. So, you know, that night I went back to the dorm and I wrote kind of a, you know, a Rita style, almost like an iDevice article, but it was about conducting, you know, in music. And I just wrote every detail as individual sentences. And, and, you know, I got an A for doing that because I did demonstrate that I knew the material, but I couldn't put it in workable notes functional notes like we can today so this is a whole new and wonderful experience now before we really get into this app of talking about notes i want to deviate for just a minute i hope that that cliff and rita will uh will be all right with this but i think you'll agree that it makes sense i think we need to take just a minute or two to talk about the kinds of ways that you can type on an iPhone or an iPad, because if you're taking our our classes that we offer, we've already covered that by the time we are talking about notes. But in here, we haven't. And so most of you probably know, okay, but I just want to go over this really quickly, that there are multiple ways to input text onto your devices. Now, one of those, of course, is using the on-screen keyboard, the virtual keyboard that appears on the screen of your iPad or your iPhone, typing right on the glass, as Rita likes to say. And you can do that because there is a keyboard on screen. And, you know, at TTJ, we believe you can master that if you really spend time with it. You can, you can perfect that and, and become really comfortable with it to the point that it is very useful to you. And Apple has designed three basic on-screen typing modes to help you as you learn and become more comfortable. The three modes are standard typing, touch typing, and direct touch typing. And then we'll define those. Okay. There are little variations too, that I'm not going to get into today for the sake of time. All right. For example, um, slide to type or or quick pass, which is uh, an iteration of touch typing and split tap. I'm not going to get into that today. Uh, It's not that I don't, think they're important it's that you know in the interest of time we're not going to go there so three basic modes standard typing touch typing and direct touch typing so let's define them standard typing and these are these are voiceover only okay so when voiceovers off you don't have this this choice typing modes okay with standard typing voiceover behaves on the on-screen keyboard just like it behaves everywhere else in the operating system, and you know what that means. That means if I tap once on an item, it announces that item, kind of selects it, it moves the voiceover cursor to it, and then if I want to activate it, I double tap it, right? I mean, that's how we navigate with voiceover in iPad OS or iOS. You want to open the App Store, you tap on App Store, or you swipe to the App Store, and then you double tap to open. Well, the same is true with the keyboard in on-screen, in in, uh, standard typing on-screen. If you want to insert the letter A, you tap on the letter A to select it. If you've accidentally landed on the the S or something, you swipe over if you want to and you find the A. And then when you want to insert that letter A, you double tap. That's the most basic form of on-screen typing. It's the default on a brand new out-of-the-box device. And it's where most people are going to want to start as new voiceover users. But as you progress... With your knowledge and your skill in the voiceover fundamentals, what I think you'll find is that that's going to be a rather slow method of typing. And maybe you want to speed things up a little bit. And so this is progressive. The next mode is touch typing. Now, with touch typing, when you lay your finger down on a letter of the keyboard on screen, you hear that letter announced. If it's the letter you want, you just lift up your finger and the letter is inserted. Now, this is a huge leap forward from standard typing. It cuts the time really in half or more, but it's still a fairly easy system to learn because it has the benefit of allowing you to slide your finger if you've made a mistake. So, for example, if I want to enter a word and I want to type uh, and I'm using touch typing on screen, maybe I'm going to type the word high. And I want to type an H for the word high. Now I, I lay my finger down. And when I do, oops, I didn't hit the H, I hit the J instead. So what I do now is I just slide my finger over to the left because I, I know the layout of the keyboard. I know H comes to the left of the J. I just slide my finger. Oops, I slid too far. Now I'm on the G back to the right. Oh, there's the H. Now I just lift my finger to insert the letter H. It saves a lot of time. And the more proficient you get, the less you'll be doing that sliding because you will land on the first try on the correct letter. So then you just lift your finger up. So that is touch typing. Now, the last mode that we're going to cover with on-screen typing, and it's my personal favorite, is direct touch typing. Direct touch typing is where it functions just like voiceover, we're not even turned on. That means voiceover is still going to talk But it's not going to require any special gestures. It's going to be the standard gestures. Some people call them the sighted gestures. That's probably terribly politically incorrect, but you get what I'm saying, okay? Our sighted peers use those gestures. And that's direct touch typing. So as soon as I lay my finger down on a letter, it types it instantly, okay? Now, that's my favorite mode because it's the quickest. As a matter of fact, what I like to do on the iPad, because I have my iPad in landscape mode, which is where you're holding it sort of in a horizontal position. Your charge port is either on the left or the right. And, you know, it's sort of a sideways um, position. When you hold it that way, you have a full keyboard on screen, full size keyboard. You can use proper home row fingering, you know, fingers on the pointer, fingers on the F and the J or just hovering just above them. And you type with the correct fingers. And I even turn Voiceover off because it doesn't keep up with me when I want to type really fast. So I just turn off Voiceover and I type away. Now, do I ever make mistakes? You better believe I do. Okay, but most of the time, autocorrect will fix them. So very rarely do I have to go back and and make corrections. If I do, there are ways to do that, and you know we'll talk about that as we as we progress here. But basically, I can just type to my heart's content with voiceover off and then turn voiceover back on. And that's the same thing as direct touch typing. Now, there is a learning curve to this, my friends. This is a a very big learning curve. And and I give all the glory to God anyway. It's not me. But I will tell you in the earthly sense of this, I did practice this a lot. I also will tell you that I use, um, uh, you know, you rely a lot on muscle memory. Now, I just upgraded iPads. I'm sitting here with uh, my hand holding a beautiful 12.9-inch iPad Pro M1, the fifth generation that was just released. Just got it a few days ago. It's what I'm going to use to demo some of these features in Notes. Uh, The one thing I might not do is demo typing with voiceover off today because I can tell you I'm still getting used to. it's It's not... terribly riddled with mistakes but it it's still I'm still getting used to the larger keyboard on screen cuz the spacing is different and there are extra keys on the virtual keyboard that don't appear on on smaller screen iPads you have the whole row of numbers right on the same screen as the letters you have the apostrophe the col- semicolon and the apostrophe appear to the left of the the return which they don't on a smaller iPad and you even have the backslash and, and some other things up above before you get to delete. So I am still getting used to it. As I said, I'm not doing terribly, but I, you know, it, it's a, it's a, a process again. Okay. So that is the learning curve with direct touch typing. But I will tell you, if you spend some time playing with it, you won't regret it. It will become very comfortable for you. Now, in addition to these three on screen typing methods that we talked about, standard touch and direct touch. Um, we also have dictation. We can't forget about dictation. And dictation is a great way to take down some notes. You can tell Siri to jot down a simple note for you, or you can create a note and use the dictation button or two-finger double tap to start and stop, and you can speak your punctuation too. You know, hi, comma, this is Matt, period. How are you? Question mark. All right. You can do all that stuff. As with anything, when you dictate, you want to make sure that you read back your dictation. You want to listen to what was dictated and then actually go through it and fix it. If you don't know how, in the interest of time, we're not going to be able to teach all the rotor um, command gestures and, and editing features today. But I just can tell you this. If you are not comfortable with the rotor and advanced editing, sign up for one of our free classes or take some paid training with us, or or anybody that you know, who's an expert who's offering training, get that training on the rotor and editing, especially if you are looking for gainful employment. If you're trying to get a job, Um, a colleague of mine was, you know, was very, very upfront about his feelings. He says, you know, when people put, um, please excuse any errors, I'm dictating, he says, that's unacceptable to me. He said, it just flat out is not an excuse. There's no reason for that. He said, you can you can learn the gestures, you can learn, and, and he's right, you know. Some people might think that sounds a little bit harsh, but but he's right. Uh, there really isn't a good reason for that. If you have, you know, dexterity problems and those kinds of issues, uh, you can even use voice control to do some editing. So there really just, is. N- yeah, go ahead. Just,
5: just to reiterate here, when you send out material out to the world,
4: yep, <laughs> and you yep.
5: send out information that is, so incorrect. I mean, in terms of because you dictated it and you didn't prove it, there are some tragedies <laughs> and, and some hilarious things that have occurred with people dictating and not <laughs> proofing. And it makes you look bad. It makes you look not professional. And it reinforces to sighted people, oh, they're blind. They, they don't know how to spell that word. Okay, like, like if I say I'm going to see the doctor at sweet A, okay, and voiceover puts it as S-W-E-E-T, okay, that's unprofessional if you're going to send that to anyone. And you need to proof your work. It is critical. We are judged out there whether you like it or not. And in order to compete in society, along with sighted people, you've got to be better, quite frankly. (laughs) You know, um, know, a sighted person makes a mistake. You know, and they're like, oh, they just made a typo. OK, but blind person makes a mistake. Oh, they're like, oh, they can't see it. You know, it's because they're know? blind. It's, yeah, right, exactly. Right. And, and it's a
4: double standard, but it exists. But and, exists. And, and you got to play by that by that rule if you want to have meaningful work and all those things. And and, you, you know, Rita, what you said is kind of a verbatim transcript of what my mom always used to tell me, and and I think think we've shared that with you before, that she said, you know, you've got to be a step above your sighted peers to even be treated equally, you know. And even if it's not a professional setting, even if you're just texting, you know, a family member or a friend, you don't want to make it so hard for them to even decipher what you're trying to say because you have errors in it. I mean, that's just frustrating to anybody. So no matter what, you could, even if you're dictating with, you know, family and friends, and you're using all sorts of emojis and stuff, which is fine. I'm, I do that. I'm not downing that. But even if you're doing that, you could still proofread your text. You know, th- th- there's still nothing wrong with proper spelling and good grammar. <laughs> um, that's dictation. And that's yet another way to insert or input text into notes, among other things. And then, of course, we'll talk very quickly here about other input methods and devices. So, mechanical keyboards, you know, Bluetooth keyboards or smart keyboards, or I just got the magic keyboard with trackpad for this iPad. That thing is a behemoth, but it is a, a workhorse. I mean, when I want to really be productive, I slap that magic keyboard on there and in just a few seconds, I'm ready to type. It's a you know beautiful experience. The typing feel is great. You know, so you have all kinds of keyboard options. You have Braille displays and Braille screen input handwriting so there's a number of ways to input the text into your notes now before we do some demos of some of the other features uh rita or cliff do you have anything to add about typing and all those things
5: other than you need to do it <laughs> you, need <laughs> you need to, to do to it practice practice, you need, yeah. practice. And, That's it. and you can be extremely proficient typing uh, using an Apple iOS device, whether you do it on screen or with a keyboard, but you have got, there is a learning curve and you've got to master it. If you're going to compete, if you're going to be able to do things independently, keyboarding is critical. <laughs>
3: do they right. still
4: call it keyboarding? <laughs> I, I don't know if they do, but it, that's what it is. I mean, that's what Sorry. it comes down to. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Let me open up my iPad here. 3, and I'll get some volume. And what we'll do is we'll go into notes. Page one of four. Now, I'm on the page that has my notes app. I'm going to open up my notes app right now. And what we'll do is.
2: Notes. Double tap to open. Notes. Notes. Note. Text field is editing important readings. Pre-
4: okay, this is a, a note that I have of some uh, Bible scriptures and stuff. We're going to create a new note here in a moment. Let me look at what's on the on the left side of the screen. This is, again, an iPad 12.9 inch. So some of what I'm showing you is not going to be exactly the same on really any other device.
2: Devotionals, padding, folder actions, button, show sidebar, button, show sidebar. Okay,
4: so I'm in a folder. I mentioned to you that you can create notes folders or notes lists, basically, which which means that, you know, different topics, different projects. This folder I'm in is called devotionals. So this is where I save any of the daily devotionals that I read and and those kinds of things that I want to save. Um, Let me show the sidebar, which is not how you do it on other devices, but it is on the large iPad, Um, and it's really convenient, by the way. Uh, We'll show the sidebar, and I'll see the other folders that I have.
2: Show sidebar. Hide sidebar. Now I have... Edit button. Of course, we can edit these. Folders. Padding iCloud. padding. I do everything in iCloud, so. All iCloud, 1,590 notes.
4: Okay, those are all of the notes that I have, 1,590 notes in iCloud. Then we have these folders.
2: Notes, 2021 DTJ Info, Betty, Selected, Devotionals, Groceries, Important Data, Kylie, Megan Scriptures. You can see all
4: these different folders that I have groceries, important data. There are TTJ folders. Some of these folders are shared. We have a TTJ team folder that our instructors share. Let me go to just the plain old notes folder. Betty,
2: two, th- notes, 719
4: notes. Now that is, uh, that is the folder that I used to use before it was possible to create folders in notes. So it has a lot of my notes. And what I really should do is sit down And move the notes into other folders so that there's nothing in here. Because this is just like the general catch-all folder. And really, I should put everything in other folders. But now I do use the other folders. I don't create anything in the notes folder anymore. Um, But I am going to for right now because this is just going to be a demo note. But normally, if I want to create a note related to um, TTJ, I'll put it in the TTJ folder. You open that folder first. And then when you compose a note, it gets composed in there. But you can always move things if you create them in the wrong folder. That's not a problem. And if I look at my folder actions here, we have um, all kinds of things. We can delete a folder. We can move a folder. We can manage a shared folder or add people to a shared, you know, if you want to share this collaboratively. Um, I'm also seeing rename folder. You know, you want to change the name of it. And you can do drag and drop here. So let's just go to this notes folder
2: notes seven selected notes 719
4: notes and now i'm going to hide the sidebar because i don't need it anymore hide sidebar button hide sidebar show sidebar okay now i am going to show you that i have some pinned notes at the top of this list i mentioned that it's possible to pin your favorite and most important notes i have some of those Folder
2: actions button.
4: Well, there's folder actions. Distance, kind of the notes, same, the same choices we had, and maybe a few others.
2: Notes heading, pinned button heading, expanded.
4: Okay, you Double heard tap, it say collapse, that it's pinned and it's already expanded. I can collapse that if I don't want to see my pinned notes right now. But in that, I have selected. things snack like bin. the pinned. selected snack baking mm-hmm. instructions. And that's already pinned up to the top and it it happens to be selected. It's the snack baking instructions. A lot of times if you get, you know, items from the store or delivered or whatever, and you don't know how to cook them, what the the baking instructions or the cooking instructions might be, you know, what do you do? You could, there's a lot of different options that you have, of course. um, And I've used a variety of them. But once I get those instructions, I usually save them to this note. So I have them again. Um, I CBI, have, CBI, I have CBI. a, a note here called CBiz, which is a, a, a medical, uh, card. I needed the information and didn't really, it's not something you'd store in Apple wallet. It's just a, a number you use when you need it. Um, I've got, uh, let's see, here's, uh, some other, this is a spring 2020, just different. I mean, we, we've got things like spring c- cleaning lists. We've got phone numbers for credit card, just all sorts of different things in in here that I've pinned to the top. And then there are unpinned notes, that whole section of just the rest of the notes. And what I want to do is create a new note, okay? Because it's already 3.34. 334. It's hard to believe how fast the time goes. So let's create a note here. And what we'll do is we'll double tap on the the new note button, which I'm going to find on the upper right-hand side of the iPad here.
2: New note button. New note text field is editing character mode insertion point at start. Use the rotor to access misspelled
4: words. Now, by default, the first line of text that you put into a note is the title. And it's how your notes are titled. And so you can sort by title. You can sort by the date edited or date created, uh, but this first line of text is going to always appear as a title style unless you change that in your settings. So I'm going to leave that and I'm going to put the title as ACB test 2021 or something like that. Again, this is not, you know, I'm, I'm not uh, as comfortable with this with typing on this yet. Uh, I don't mean that in a bad way. I'll get there, but it's, you know, just take some time. So, I may embarrass myself here a little bit, but we'll see how we do. I won't turn off voiceover just yet. We might still try that just because why not? But we're going to type ACB. We'll type Cap e. There's a capital A. Cap C. Cap B. All right. Type ACB. We'll type
2: Space ACB. Test. Cap E. S. Tip Space Test. Pretty good so
4: far. M okay I accidentally back, typed an I um, got to delete shift, that we'll do the shift I, there's a o, T, D, space note test note and we're gonna my numbers are right here on the same screen two see either two right there D left screen and there it is hyphen, see all the hyphen all those hyphen letters there. Zero, But here's the zero zero, two one. 2021 and we'll put a apostrophe not an apostrophe where's my letters
0: a? is that a 12.9 thing or is that an iOS update thing?
4: Um, it's from what I can tell, it's a 12.9 thing. Um, I
0: know. I mean, I saw that last night and (laughs) I was wondering what the, what was going on. It's amazing,
4: isn't it? It's amazing. So here's the, all right, now I'm going to, all right, so let me just, I'm going to do this anyway. We'll see what happens. I'm going to type some stuff with voiceover off and (laughs) I don't know how it's going to turn out, but we'll do it. All right, let me turn voiceover two, off.
1: Two.
4: I attempted to type hello. This is a quick test. Of the this is a quick notes note and I actually there's did okay, except colon, with one, the word one, hello. What did I do wrong with semicolon. that? Oh, I see what semicolon. happened. Instead okay. of okay, so my fingers oh. just in a little bit of the wrong place. I put semicolons instead of L's there, delete. so we'll delete those a. out. Semicolon. semicolon. And there's the L. We'll put an L. Oh, I think it's all good now.
2: Note: Text field is editing. A C B no 2021. New line. New line. Hello. This is a quick
0: test of the notes app.
4: Yeah, everything else sounds good. Uh, let me if check and see if there's actually a period on that at the three hundred and
0: fifty dollar keyboard, you wouldn't have that problem.
4: <laughs> well, uh, I have it. I just wanted to demonstrate on screen instead, you know. But uh, I mean, I, I really do love that keyboard. Let me let me see if there's a period here of at the you end.
2: Uh, period. Yeah, there
4: is. There is a period. Now, what if I had misspelled something? Those semicolons kind of. I had to just delete those manually, but what if we had misspelled notes. a word like here? Let's let's pretend November. we added a letter P in the word notes where P. it shouldn't P. be in there. And let's put an extra P in the word app. All right. So now if we look through this with our rotor, AP
2: misspelled and quotes misspelled,
4: we can hear that those words are misspelled. They're underlined in red for folks who can see them. And how do we fix them? Well, there's a couple of ways. I'm going to show you the global spell check, which is something our sighted counterparts don't even really have. Um, but we can go back to the beginning of this note.
2: Note text field is at an insertion point at start.
4: And we can set the rotor to misspelled words.
2: Characters misspelled words.
4: And now I can swipe just, left or right. I can Choose swipe down to find the process. very next misspelling.
0: Imports selected
4: there's npo whatever i type there that's supposed to be notes i want to stop so you now,
0: for a second matt because yeah. there was a phrase there that a lot of people tend to forget about and when you double tapped, it said insertion point at beginning or insertion point at beginning at that's start, very yeah. important because <laughs> i run four or five listservs you help me on three of them but there's a lot of messages that have sent from my iPhone at the top and then their reply is all the way down at the bottom before everything else. And I I have to be honest with you. I don't read those. I just delete them because I don't, I don't don't
4: either. (laughs) I don't either cliff because it's not such a problem if it's just a one person email, but on those lists, you have everybody else's reply above it. Then so what he's talking about is when you double tap in that edit field, Listen to what it says. It's either going to say insertion point at start or insertion point at end. And if you repeatedly double tap, it's like a toggle. It takes you back and forth, beginning, end, or start, end, start, end. So make sure you are where you want to be and preferably in emails especially. Make sure you're at the beginning of the edit field. I mean, because that's how easy it is to go back to the beginning. Just double tap again. All right. So I have my word, it highlighted, and I got to swipe left and right to choose a replacement. We're looking for notes. 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 That's the only replacement they even thought I would want. So we'll double tap on it.
2: Notes. Unselected.
4: All right, let's swipe down to the next one because we know we misspelled one other word here on purpose. App. Selected. It has three P's in it instead of two. Swipe to the right or left. App. Apps. App. App. All right, we have three choices this time, app, apps and pap. So we'll type we'll choose app. App unselected. Now if we swipe up and down, there's nothing because we have no more misspelled words. So w- that's how easy it is to look for spelling right care. issues and correct them if you want to do that. And and you should do that. It's a good thing to do. All right, so what else can we do with this text here? There's a lot that we can do with this text. I want to show you that if we're reading with the rotor, when we get to a change in the text attributes, it will announce it for you. And there already is one change here because the first line of text, "ACB test note 2021, should automatically appear as a title style. And VoiceOver will do a nice job of telling us what Great, that sir. means. So let me set my rotor to words. Words. And let's start swiping up.
2: App 30 of tech hey, is the hello period. 2021 colon. 2021 colon. Hello period. Body. 19 point. Not bold. System font regular.
4: When I got down to hello, it announced that it's 19 point and that it's not bold. So the title style. Hello
2: period. 2021 colon, note, test.
4: This has to be, let's set it to characters so we can... Cap T.
2: um,
4: Actually, what I'll do is I'll go past it and then go back to it because I want to go line by, by, character by character.
2: New line, new line, 31 point, bold, system font regular.
4: So that title style is 31 point bold. And then as soon as I get past it...
2: New line, new line. Cap
4: H. We're back in the Hotel. in the body
2: indentation level zero,
4: and see it even says body, so it tells us we're out of that. It's not bold; it's uh, the regular. Which apparently in the Notes app, uh, they're using nineteen point, which is still fairly large, um, but it is what the Notes app uses on the iPad Pro twelve point nine. That's a slight change too, because on previous iPads that I had, um, it used seventeen point. Uh, font, so that's very interesting uh, to to notice that. Now, if we want to make something like, let me give you an example. I have the word hello.
2: Oh, period space.
4: I'm going to take the space out, and I'm going to put some returns there because I want to put hello on its own line so that I can make it a heading or something, just to demonstrate that. No, so hello. let me delete the. Um, No. Let's see. Return. Yeah. I want to delete the the space. Space. And put two returns. New line. New line. line. All right. Now what I can do is I can select the word hello. Words. So let's go before the word. You gotta go to the beginning of the word. And then we're gonna use text selection in the rotor. Again, I know we're moving really, really fast. All right. There's a difference between teaching and showing you the possibilities. And today with this short sweep of the clock really all we can do is show you the possibilities if you want to learn it step by step we got free courses and we got paid one-on-one training you can sign up for so um i'm going to turn my rotor to text selection lines text selection and i'm going right, to i'm now going selection. to set Swipe the, right, the um, to shrink selection the selection mechanism to words word selection because we're going to select hello Hello, selected. And I did that now by swiping to the right. Now I'll turn my rotor away from the uh, text selection. Lines. All right, so now the word hello is selected. We want to format that word in a style. Now, we can do individual attributes like bold and italic, or we can pick a style. A style is a collection of attributes that's already been established for you, and I love the heading one. You know, headings are so useful on websites, right? We use them in Safari or whatever our web browser of choice is. And um, they can be very useful to cited folks in, in notes too. So let's go up here. Cut, button, copy, button, paste, button. All these options right on screen. Hello, prediction, deal, prediction, cello, prediction. Giving me some quick type prediction options in case maybe I meant to type something else there. Add table, button. Now we can add a table. Double tap to format, button. The one we want is format. Double tap to choose a style to apply to text. See, it told me double tap to choose a style to apply to text. So let's do that. Let's double tap on format.
2: Format, heading.
4: Well, let's look at some of our options here.
2: Format, menu, title, button, title, button, heading, button, subheading, button, selected, body, button.
4: So you heard titles, um heading, subheading, body, and then we have
2: monospaced button, bold, button, italic button, underline, button, underline. So
4: we can do them individually if we'd rather apply our own style attributes. Well, let's keep going.
2: Strike through button, bullet list button, dashed list button, numbered list button. So
4: out-dent, we can indent, even we okay. can outdent, indent for sublists. We can have bulleted lists, numbered lists, all these kinds of things. I'm just going to pick heading. It's going to be very, very simple.
2: Subheading, heading button selected heading.
4: And now we've heard that heading is selected. So what I can do is I can either two finger scrub or. I can sort of tap off of this if I know kind of where the menu is.
2: Dismiss pop up.
4: And double tap.
2: Double tap. Format button.
4: All right. So now if I read through this Hello. This
2: is slash selection deleted.
4: Sorry about that. I, I just accidentally deleted. This. Hello. Okay. Uh, okay. So that's good. So we're, line, we're good. 19
2: point new line. Cap H. Hotel heading 25 point bold. System font regular indentation level zero.
4: See, As soon as we got to that letter H, it told us that it's the heading style and it told us what that means. It's a 25 point bold. So we've now applied we a heading style to, to this. To and that's H5 great because F5 what that F5 means F5 is F5 that F5 especially space, for a six, sighted F5 user, that's really, really convenient and it's really helpful for people to see, uh, what's happening. You can have your document organized by headings, uh, you know again you can do things like bold and, and italic and all those things and now the next thing i'd like to show you is uh, a quick checklist so let me show you some of these options again we we saw that there was the whole format menu and the add table button
2: E A, make undo redo paste a prediction add format button grab accent one.
4: All right. We all, we have to go the other way to find the rest of our options to the left of the edit field. You can see new note,
2: note actions, button.
4: note actions. And that's where you're going to find your sharing menu to collaborate and send a copy and lock the note and all those kinds of things.
2: Show handwriting tools button. There's your double tap to show handwriting tools.
4: There's your drawing tools. You know, you want to sketch something at a Add a sketch to your notes and different colors, different tools they have in there. Um, Camera
2: button. Double tap to add a photo or scan a document into the current note.
4: And that hint was very good. Folks, leave your hints on. I'm telling you, you won't regret it. If you don't want to hear what it has to say, just skip over it. But you don't want to miss out on something. So we always encourage you to leave your voiceover hints turned on. And that was a beautiful hint. It told us you double tap on that camera icon. Take a picture or to scan a document into your notes. The document you scan will um will appear as a uh an image, um, not a a, a usable text as much as an image, but uh just uh buckle up because iOS 15 is gonna totally change that. Uh and I can say that because it was announced publicly, uh live text is gonna be amazing. Um you're gonna actually be able to take a picture of text and then you're gonna be able to make it searchable editable it's going to be great um all right let's see what else we have sorry yes
3: uh just wanted to let you know you have about 10 minutes and we do have a raised hand so
4: oh okay um we are let me see we actually go till 4 30 so oh uh, okay i I apologize no not a problem thank you for keeping us uh, on our toes though um yeah um So then we are on this one that we just saw, which is the camera. And then then we have the checklist button. And that's the one I want to demonstrate for you, because it's going to allow us to create a simple list. Now, in order for me to do this, I want to go to the end of the text that I've already typed, because I don't want to I don't want to put it in the middle. I want to put it clear down here at the bottom. We'll put a couple of blank lines. Return new line, new line. And um, let's pretend we're going to make a list of grocery items. Capture. Okay, we're going to oh, make some
2: C. grocery Spe- items.
4: Now, here's the thing my uh, apostrophe,
2: semicolon.
4: There it is, colon. Items. Okay. New line. New line. Two blank lines. All right, what are some items we might want from um, the store? What we need to do first is turn on the checklist. Let's go over
2: here. Cam. checklist button checklist.
4: And let's start typing.
2: Comma. Let's say Cap-M. milk. Return. Press return.
4: Checklist. New list item. And you hear it say checklist new list item. So our next one, Cap-M. let's say bread.
2: Cap-N. Oops.
4: Back I Back see, I'm just getting get used to, to that position there. It's can't a little be, different. Be, All right, eat. bread. There we go, bread. Or, or, hey, now, eat. bread press return, return again. Bread.
2: Checklist, new list item.
4: And you have a new list item again. And we'll put one more. We'll do something uh, fun. We'll say can't we need see. candy. All right, that's can't always fun. Be, bam, and bam, bam, there, d- my daughter's d- excited. One. Okay, one more. Re- actually, two more returns. Because if you press one more return, it's going to give you another checklist item. But if you press two, it exits the checklist and brings you back to the body. Return. So do two returns. Body. Exited list. But now if we look in our
2: note. Empty line. Incomplete. Checklist item. Milk. Milk. Incomplete. Checklist item. Bread. Button. Incomplete. Checklist item. Candy. Button.
4: All right. There's three items, and they're all incomplete right now. Milk was first, bread was second, and candy was third. Let's check one of them off. Let's buy the milk. So we'll go up to the first item.
2: Incomplete checklist item, milk button. Double tap it. Action. Completed. Incomplete.
4: Checklist item. Bread. Now, let me take a look at my list here. Go back to the left. We had milk first.
2: Incomplete. Checklist item. Bread. Incomplete. Checklist item. Candy.
4: Well, guys, what happened to my milk?
2: Completed. Checklist item. Milk.
4: Look at that. What it did, it moved milk to the bottom of the list because it was already checked off. Now, how awesome is that? Now, that's a setting. Uh, You find that under settings and notes. It does not appear to be on by default. And I I can say that uh, with pretty uh, great deal of confidence because I just set up this iPad the other day and I set it up as new. I did not restore from a backup and I had to go into my note settings and turn that on. It says sort checklist items and the choice is either manually or automatically. And the one I wanted was automatically. So once you change it to automatically, it turns on this auto sorting where as soon as you mark an item as complete, it moves it down to the bottom of the list so that it doesn't get in the way of everything else that you're doing. And this is so useful and it's a great way to make your checklist. And then when, now you, now when now you go in here, another checklist. thing you can do checklist is you can set edit. the rotor Paste. to select, select, mark, and edit check. and you can find items like this.
2: Remove checklist item. Check all items. Uncheck all items. Delete all checked items
4: see that so oh we really have a ton of options there regarding checklist items because we can easily um mark all the items as checked or unchecked delete all the checklist items i mean it's just really a lot of great features like you would find in uh you know a much more expensive app potentially you know people telling you you got to get um i don't know what are those apps even called like uh I don't use them because you don't need them. Uh, what like uh, day one or or fantastical or to do or something. Well, you don't need them because these features exist right in the notes app. Now, again, you can add photos. You can add, uh, you know, other kinds of attachments. Um, and there's a, there's a, um, uh, you know, a great means of collaborating both on individual notes and on the notes. Um, entire notes folders. So if we go to note actions, this is the last thing I'll show you. And then I'll go over to the team, see what they want to add. And then we'll go to the participants and see what questions you all have. But I'll just show you the note actions menu. List new
2: note, note actions, button. ACB task note 2021, 3, PM. Head cap, hey, scan, button.
4: We have a scan option there.
2: Pin, button.
4: There's our pin option. If we want to pin this note to the top of the list, it's not the only way to do it, but it's one way to pin it. Lock note button. There's that option to, to require a password or face ID, touch ID, to unlock this thing. Delete button. Of course, we can, we can certainly delete the note if we want to do that. Share note button. There's your option to collaboratively share the note. The verbiage has changed a few times over um, iOS versions, but as of the current release, share note means collaboratively share. You're going to invite people to view this note with you and you have the option of making it read only so they cannot edit it, or you can choose to allow other people to edit. You can also determine whether only the people you invite can edit or whether anyone with a link has access to it. Okay. And again, this is for individual notes as well as share, uh, uh, as well as folders, notes folders that you create in the folders in the notes app.
2: Send a copy
4: button. And there's the non-collaborative means of sharing. If you just want to send it to somebody, you're not interested in being able to you know, collaborate on it, you use send a copy. Now, the one thing about send a copy is, depending on the mode of, of sending that you choose, like messages and mail, it's not going to let them open it up in their notes app. It's just going to literally put the text right in the body of the email or the message. So if you're really concerned about them being able to open it up in the notes app, then you want to use the collaborative sharing, the share note option. And even if you don't want them to collaborate, then just mark it as read only. But at least then they'll be able to open it up in their notes app.
2: Find a note button.
4: All right, we have the option to search within the note.
2: Move note button lines and grids. Move
4: grids the note to a different folder. So we have a button. ton of Dismissed great options button. here in this in this notes um, note actions uh, menu. So. Um, this has been you know a whirlwind tour right I mean we didn't teach you step by step anything here but what I hope you got from this those of you who are comfortable enough with voiceover to you know be be a little bit um, willing to try this stuff is don't be afraid to play with it and that goes for not just notes but you know you're not going to mess anything up beyond what's able to be easily corrected and really if you'd create a new note and it gets to the point that you don't like the way the new note looks and it's you know above your pay grade to fix it then just create a new note and it's as simple as that you'll have all your defaults again um, if you're using a mechanical keyboard like the magic keyboard that that Cliff was telling me I should have used which of course I do have it when I'm doing extensive typing I absolutely use it um, then all the commands that you might be familiar with, like using the arrow keys to move letter by letter option with arrows to move by word uh, or no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's option. Um, And then, you know, your things like command C to copy, command V to paste, all those things work in the notes app as well. So let's go to the team, see if Cliff and Rita have anything to add and then we'll take questions.
0: Yeah. I was just going to point out that if they did want an actual breakdown, of how to use notes. They could go to our YouTube page and look for session 10 and 11 of the iPad for everything Oh, pad! you know what the course is called. That thing, yeah.
5: <laughs> 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 iPad for everyone.
0: <laughs> yeah, iPad for, uh, iPad mm-hmm. for the world. <laughs>
4: uh, yeah, uh, yeah iPad for all computing. Sorry, I had to mute there for a second.
0: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, lessons are um, uh, sessions 10 and 11 cover notes.
5: And Cliff very generously put those up on uh, YouTube and you'll go to stir it up on youtube search his how how do you follow that that how do you say that searches yeah just search for his
4: his youtube channel uh, and it's channel Channel. yeah channel stir with a u and remember that. i actually
0: put um all the ipad stuff and anything related to ios that for that matter that's what i was just gonna
4: yep he, he, you know, he has to beat me to it by like five seconds, you know, <laughs> uh. God, I'm kidding. But, but no, that's what I was going to say is that he, he even has it in a playlist form. So exactly. Yep.
5: Right. And you can stop. What you can do is go to YouTube and pull that recording up. Okay. Under Cliff's stirred up channel. And then you can stop and start it. And then you can practice like. Creating a title, creating a heading, creating a talk, typing in the body, moving text around, and you can stop and start, stop and start. This is all available to you for free. It's an amazing resource um, that the team, I think, has put together, especially Matt and Cliff, in terms of their expertise, um, because you're getting this stuff, this amazing advanced training that rehab institutes do not offer to clients because they think it's too hard to teach or they don't know how to teach it. There are so many features on your Apple iOS device that sighted people don't have a clue what's on their phone. And a lot of blind people don't know what's possible. And with this notes app, this is a word, an advanced, literally (laughs) An advanced word processing capability for you to have notes that are all your own, and they go across all your devices. So it's it's an amazing thing and a a great resource.
0: Like Matt said, we didn't even scratch the surface. I mean, you can you make your text different colors, and you can insert images and media and i mean you can do a whole lot of stuff but we don't have time for that but again if you come to the classes next year or go to the current one on youtube or you know whatever just google some answers i mean if you can't find it google always has the answer
4: that's for sure that is right absolutely okay let's see if we have some questions then from the audience
6: so our first raised hand is viola Hello, Matt. I didn't think you. Uh, hi there, well. hi. how are you? Um, Good. How are you? I wanted to tell Cliff that not only have I listened to the ones he put up. Thank you for the special note, Cliff. I have a YouTube thing that converts it. I can save it and then I can just use Winamp or whatever to play it whenever I want. So, thank I knew you, you were so waiting much for, him, for So as soon as I got him uh, up, I
0: sent you that email. So. Thank
6: you so much. <laughs> um, you know. Matt, I I have listened to your iPad course, I enjoyed it, I learned a lot, and I also have the new iPad, which you both know, and um, I really have to get in and use the rotor more, I, you know, I've been using my phone, I think the first phone I got was in, I don't know, 2004 or 5 or something, and I've been using them a long time. And there's so many things that people probably forget about or don't use. The rotor, uh, you know, if you know how to use it, that misspelling and all that. I spend too much time going to the edit field, then going to the beginning, to the end, changing to word, you know, going word by word. I'm like, you know, really? Do I, I don't need to do that. So I really appreciate you guys reminding us. That, you know, um, there's a lot in here that if you, you know, if you don't use it, it's it, you're going to take a lot of time doing something you don't need to be. You could go and do something else more fun than editing. Um, so but my question for you is with that checklist, um, I noticed that you could that it goes to the bottom when you un, when you complete the the. Um, You know, when you bought the the different items, you said you could change how you do that. You could use different options.
4: You can decide on a case by case basis, like you have to go into your settings and change it. Uh, It's under settings and notes. And then what happens is you can either automatically or manually for checklist items to be sorted. So as long as you, you know, are aware of what, what that means, manually means that they're just going to stay um, where you put them, even if you check them off. See, I've never done it that way, but I think you can manually move checklist items up or down, too, in the list. Um, but then automatically means as soon as you check them off, they're going to go to the bottom.
6: Yeah, which I think is great. But, I do, so too. Thank you very much for the, what you do. Um, you're a great presenter. You stick to the point. And Rita, I can't agree with you anymore about editing and mistakes and oh yeah i mean i just i see people who put emails out there to different lists and they have their name and then they have the rest of their message after their sign a sign in name you know so part of their message i don't i also don't read those if people there's just no reason for any of that it's just laziness in my opinion but yeah you know yeah, this is yeah. just my opinion but I, it's, it's, it, it's a irritating yeah. It, it, yeah, is. it is it, it really is, is. So the thank the, you guys the only knock so on
0: you much is that you're still using a pc otherwise I love you
6: uh, <laughs> Well, hey, I could be on my ipad with the zoom call but I wanted to use a headset and I don't want to use my airpods <laughs> so I know I like you too cliff <laughs>
4: have a good weekend Take care. Take care.
6: Our
3: next raised hand is Kathy. Uh,
1: Hi there. I, I have a quick question. I really like how you showed how to uh, mark things, you know, checklist. I'm going to try that. I do use the grocery list for, um, you know, notes and notes, and I share it. But here's what I'm – problem is that the lady I shop with has an Android phone. If I do the checklist, will it, will it show them to her? Because when I shared it, maybe I copied it, I think. And it just was in like one big line for her. I always carriage return uh, between items, but I don't know. If you share
4: with an Android user, you probably are going to want to find a, you know, a grocery app that works for both devices. Uh. Okay. Um, because the notes that you share will only share, as you said, as one long block of text because it's not sharing collaboratively. Right, that's um, what I was
1: afraid of. Probably yes. easier to print it. Right, <laughs> right. probably right. easier to print it for her. As she's 81 years old, and she's really, she has no technology sense. Right. So that's okay. At, you know, at age 80, she got her first... Gmail account Uh, Hey, you do what works You know, (laughs) for the circumstances So, you know, that's That's all I needed And um, I love your presentation I learn stuff every time Especially the calendar I am loving that custom thing Mm -hmm. I've set up a bunch Of custom things that work So well
7: Oh, that's awesome, awesome.
1: good And I used to put it in manually, no more Mm Mm-hmm Thank you. Yeah that
4: That's great to hear. We love to hear stuff like that. We're so glad that that's being, you know, being used and it's helpful to you. That's wonderful.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't miss. We missed you last week. I hope you had a good vacation.
4: Yeah. You know, we, we did. It's been, been very busy, but things are going well. Praise the Lord. So, yeah, absolutely.
1: Well, you deserve a vacation. <laughs> but thank goodness you're back. Okay. Next, we have Nora. Hello. Yeah. yeah.
3: This is Nora. from Phoenix, Arizona. And my question is when it comes to it, doesn't matter whether you doesn't matter if you write a note or doing something on Facebook. Um, I might I have a a uh, a keyboard on my iPad mini and I wanna ask how do you instead of having to erase the whole word, if you make one letter one mistake on the on a word, like the word word, and I spell it like world instead of word. And how do you, how do you backspace and bypass V D and D and then delete the L?
5: And on a keyboard, correct? Yeah, on a key, on a iPad keyboard. Okay, so Cliff, do you want to take this? You
0: You just use the arrow key, go to the letter, just after the letter you want to delete, and then you hit the backspace or delete key up in the upper right corner.
5: So, like, so you left arrow, like, say you just typed the word, you typed world, W O R L D, and you wanted the L to be taken out. Okay. So, Mm -hmm. just as soon as you hit that D, your cursor is sitting to the right of the D. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, you left arrow once and it'll say D. OK, uh-huh. and now the voiceover cursor is sitting on that D and it's pointing left. So then you oh. just backspace or delete the Yeah, And then guess- it'll say L and, it, and then it's gone. But now yeah. your cursor is sitting between the R and the D. OK, uh-huh. and so you'll need the right arrow once past the D to then hit the space bar to put your next letter or, or, or whatever you want to do.
3: Yeah, but I don't have any arrows uh, on my iPad. I have just uh, and I try to find the backspace on my keyboard, the button for the keyboard.
5: There, not. Is this a physical keyboard?
3: No, no. This is the iPad keyboard. Oh,
5: it's the on-screen keyboard. I mean, on-screen. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. There is a there is a back. There's a delete. It's in the bottom right-hand corner. Okay. Yeah. And and then. You um, To to get your cursor where you want it, turn your rotor to characters and then flick up once mm-hmm. you'll hear D, okay, and then you hit the delete and it'll say L, it'll be gone. Okay. And, then, and then you flick down to get the cursor to pass the D and hit the spacebar. bar. Okay, so I don't use your rotor because... Um, Issues with my voiceover.
3: So I just do it by with launch print. Well,
5: if you can see it, yes, you can touch to bring it's decided way to bring focus to yeah. that D. Okay. Yeah. But this is practice, practice create a, a, a thing in practice. Yeah.
3: What's your ro- what is a rotor? rotor? The rotor
5: is the the. It's like hitting the menu key. Okay, oh. it it gives you options, but this is voiceover. You have to have voiceover on. Oh, okay, okay, because sighted people have these handles that they can move around to manipulate text. And yeah. we, as blind people, have the rotor, and we've got a lot more. We've got a lot better options, I think, than sighted people do, for manipulating text. But that's it's voiceover. That one, but
3: without the voiceover, and I'm writing text, and with the thing, I, I tried to find the, the backspace on the on the screen keyboard, and it's I just the back find right. It.
5: It's it's bottom right. It's delete. You're very bottom right? Bottom right. Oh. Delete. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, and then I, that,
3: means, that means I'm deleting the word D, and then you have to delete the word world, and, I mean all. The L, correct. The L. Unless you so. turn
5: the rotor to cursor, you know, unless you use the cursor movement right. with the rotor. But if you're trying to do it the hard way, the, sighted, the low vision way, quite frankly, um, yeah. you're going to have to do it. You're, you're going to have to make a choice. Are you going to try to do this as sighted people do it? Or are you going to try to do it as a blind person? And uh-huh. I'm here to tell you that voiceover will make you so much more proficient if you choose to not struggle to see it. Because right. when, when you have low vision, um, it, it makes you slower in terms of the comparing to how sighted people do something. But if you have voiceover running, it'll make you faster. Right, and another question with voiceover. When I,
3: when I tap on the letter, it was, it was spoken when I when I had trouble when it with voiceover is when I tap on the word L, it
5: doesn't seem to be blinking on the upper part where where it should say L. That's because you've got it so enlarged that you can't see where the cursor is. Like, right. um. yeah. even when it's not large, I,
3: I I enlarged it to look at it. It, when it shows that the letter L is still not printed, so you have to click one time on the letter L.
4: I I quite well, frankly don't. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean it, it's possible that the that the that the insertion point is in the wrong place when we're trying to type that letter. What what I think probably would be the best thing is is to um, you know is to is to try to get her our you know our contact info for that. Blog, and, and you know, maybe she could get some of the material from our classes, or maybe you know, even the one on one training. But you know, I think it's probably something where it, it's you know, maybe some of the, the material that we have, uh, the recordings that we have already might be helpful too. Thank
3: you. <laughs> okay, all right, thank you. Okay, next we have
7: Bruce. I'm new to your training group. I'm really impressed. I'm from Oregon, and I just got a general email, so I'm here. Uh, Matt gave the address. I'd like to um, know what's your website and how to get to that YouTube address. If you could go over that. It was pretty quick. I didn't catch go, it.
5: Go to ttjtech.net. So ttjtech.net.
7: Wait, and- wait, wait a I'm sorry. I'm going to record this.
5: Okay, are you ready?
7: Okay, go ahead.
5: Go to ttjtech.net, ttjtech.net, and sign up to follow the blog by email. So that's Matt's website. And then if you're on an Apple iOS device, you'll have to hit the menu at the top left to expand that menu, and it'll say, follow the blog by email. Or if you're on the regular, you know, computer or whatever, you'll see. Follow the blog by email, and then you put your name, your uh, and your email address. You hit the submit. You'll get an email back. You have to reply to it so it knows you're not a computer, you know, a robot or whatever. And, and then you'll be on the TTJ. Tech.net. So that's where all things go. All of our postings of our classes, our announcements, and it, all that information is right there. So you really do need to sign up for ttjtech.net. Now, to follow um, the YouTube stuff, Cliff, this is Cliff's expertise, and it's Stir It Up. So you go to YouTube, okay, and you type in Stir It Up, okay, and S T U R. I-T-U-P, and, and then you want to follow that channel, Cliff's channel. Okay, and there is a ton of recordings and resources that Cliff has graciously posted up there for the teaching of the classes. And you can listen to your heart's content to any of those classes. He's got them labeled as to what we're teaching. You know, we're going to teach you how to to send messages. We're going to teach you how to, you know, create a note. We're going to teach you how to do word processing and you can listen to those. You can stop and start them. Um, it's a it's a lot of resources there for you.
7: Okay. Now, so th- using that uh, first address, that would be the way to find out uh, like these classes today and so forth. Uh,
5: no, this is ACB. This is American Council of the Blind. So you need to go to ACB community at ACB.org to follow up, to follow these Zoom uh, meetings. You know, ACB hosts a ton of Zoom meetings all throughout the week, like a lot. <laughs> and yeah, so yeah. you can get daily emails as to what's, what, what's being taught that day. But every Friday, this team, this TTJ team volunteers to teach on ACB about all things Apple. Okay,
7: okay so That's this true. is
5: ACB.org.
7: All right, so those community. are two, uh, two different resource uh, organizations that we're talking about here.
5: Yes, where you're on right now is community at acb.org. This is hosted through the American Council right, of the Blind.
4: we're, we're just appearing at their good pleasure. You know, we, we are guests really of of ACB who's who's running um, these and hosting these events. But great. the ttjtech.net is going to give you everything that we're actually doing. And signing up for the blog is the best way to stay in the loop when we offer free classes, when we offer promotions on paid training, all that stuff kind of funnels
7: through there. Great. Thank you. Thank you.
4: Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you.
8: Okay. Next we have Diane. Good afternoon, everybody. I I think I have like one note on my phone and it is a um, shopping list that I created and I used it for a while. Um, my husband and my brother-in-law both thought that I was too slow at like checking things off on it and stuff. So I kind of quit using it. The other reason I kind of quit using it was because, you know, it changes from week to week. So my husband would email me his um, shopping list and I would, you know, select and, you know, cut and paste the um any new items into my note, and you know, it just it, it was taking a lot of um, text selecting and app switching, you know, to move between his email message and my note. So I'm 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 wondering if there is like a faster way that that you could think of that I could you know move those things uh, uh move those
4: things around you have this note like you tried the 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 grocery note right yeah and and they were saying it was taking a long time to check things off and so on yes and then then from there you're saying now you you you'd like a way to be able to move what exactly like i would I, like I, to be able to more quickly um change
8: the note, you know, like when his his list changes somewhat every week, like.
5: Uh, well, I, I was. I would suggest you create a brand new
4: note instead. Of I think, going yeah, through that that's taking the thing. Right, that's the first thing is I would create a brand new note now. You know, if he's email, what kind of device is he using? Um, he has a he has a Mac that he usually he
8: usually makes the shopping list in Word. And prints it out for him and his um, brother, and then he was emailing it to me. See, because if he has a Mac, you know he could actually be doing. He could it in be the, able to make the list himself and share it in the Notes yes. app, and then share it yeah.
4: collaboratively. Yeah.
8: yeah, I don't know if he would ever do that. <laughs> he's not. You know, he's you, not as tech savvy as I know, the am. The only other I'll thing that I would suggest
0: is. When you create the new note, put your item in categories. That way, if you're in the dairy department, you can check check off eggs, butter, and milk, and not have to scroll to the list to go find those things.
4: And yeah, and and that's where uh, you know, a specialized- so like,
0: use
8: like headings maybe or something too to divide the um, store
4: up into categories. Mm-hmm. You you definitely could, yeah, yeah, and and that's also where a specialized grocery note a grocery list app rather is, is, is really beneficial too, because it kind of has that built into it in a lot of cases, you know?
8: Okay. Do you have a specific one that you, um, that you recommend?
4: Um, I like the app that's just called grocery. Um, and it is, you know, it's entirely designed around Apple devices and iCloud and reminders and so on. So if you're only working with Apple devices, that's the way to go. Um, if you have other people on other platforms that you're bringing into it, then I would probably recommend an app called Anylist, um, which just has the, you know, the versatility of other platforms as well.
8: Uh, I'm not ready to give up on. I, I kind of like the idea of being able to go through the store and check off the things as as they buy them and then be able to remind them what they still need.
4: It's, all of it's that. really incredible. And and whether you do that in notes or, you know, now we did here on ACB two or three weeks ago, um, maybe it was closer to four. Now we did an, a presentation on grocery apps. So you may want to try to find that community event, you know, because it would have been, I think it would have been recorded and, we did talk about the grocery app, and I think I demoed it even. Um, okay. So that may be something to look at.
8: Yeah, I, I, I must have. I must have missed that, or came in in the middle or something. So I will. I will look for that because I think it's. Um, I think it's neat to have the ability, you know, to be able to check and uncheck things and, and that. <laughs> sure. Next, we have
1: Beth. Hey, guys. Nice. Hi. I had a hi, I had a couple of quick questions. First of all, if somebody could please explain to me how the cursor could be in between two letters. It reminds me of a pegs in a board and you have a hole in between two letters and that's where the cursor is. That's not the way words are built. So I don't understand that concept. Also, Matt, your keyboard is the spacing, you said it was a larger Keyboard is the spacing like that on a desktop? I know it's a Bluetooth keyboard, but I just wondered about the spacing. And thank you well, very no, much.
4: it it was not a Bluetooth. I was actually typing on screen, but it's a larger screen on this device than the previous iPad that I had. So it was no, 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 no. It was the Magic Keyboard. Oh well, the Magic Keyboard is is a full size keyboard. Now, I you know I I don't know when people say how does it compare to a desktop keyboard? That's so hard to answer because it's so ambiguous because the desktop computers that come with desktops today are completely different than the ones that came with computers, you know, in the nineties or early 21st century. So, um, you know, I, I think, um, I mean, it feels very good. I like the feel of it. I think what a person needs to do, um, is, is try one and, um, You know, for some people, that means going into a store and getting their hands on it. For other people, maybe they're not ready to do that for, you know, from a perspective of putting their hands all over other things that people have touched. But, you know, there's always return policies. I mean, whether it's Apple or Best Buy or, you know, any of these, there's always going to be anything between two weeks and 30 days where you could. Um, you know, return it if you don't like it. I think the thing you've really got to do is to try one and to see what it, what the experience is for you, how it, it meets your needs. Um, and we're we'll 329. To answer, yeah, just um, to try to answer real quickly because I know we, <laughs> where we have to go. Um, but I think what you've asked is an important question. If I can just get this in and we'll be done. Um, it is between two letters because when you think about where the cursor is, there's always going to be a, a letter to the left of the cursor and a letter to the right of the cursor. So if you type the word dog, the, the insertion point could have the D to the left and the O to the right. And, and it, it, I, I like to say it as like uh, uh, like if you have a row of people sitting in front of you and you have John, Jane and Mary. John is on the left. Jane is in the middle and Mary's on the right. Now, you walk to the right. You've now passed John. He's to your left. Jane is to your right. Mary's even further to the right. But but Jane's there in the middle. Now, if I go again to the right now, I'm standing between Jane and Mary. If I go back to the left, I'm standing between John and Jane. So what happens is voiceover speaks the letter that the that the the insertion point passes over. So using the dog example, D.O.G., when you move to the right, if it says D, that means the insertion point is to the right of the D and to the left of the O. If you uh, So that means the letter you insert, if you type a letter, is going to get inserted between those two letters. Uh, And if you move to the left and it says D, it now means you've bypassed the D and you're actually in front of it. So whatever you insert next is going to appear to the left of the letter D. I know that was really quick and I know we're out of time, but if you have more questions about that, get in touch with us. Hopefully we've at least simplified that a little bit for you. All right. So guys, I think that's going to do it for us because I think we are out of time. We want to thank you so much for joining us. Remember to visit us at ttjtech.net. Have a great weekend, a great 4th of July, everybody. We will see you back here next week. God bless you and thanks for joining everyone.